How's it going, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Living Legends Podcast, a weekly Flesh and Blood podcast where we talk about all aspects of the Flesh and Blood trading card game. My name is Kel, also known as Red Zone Rogue, and today I am joined, as always, by Bill. How's it going, everybody? From from the Spike Feeders. I didn't finish be Bill from the Spike Feeders. And... I am from the Spike Feeders. That should yeah. be my, my tagline. It's just you throw it over to me and I go, uh, from the Spike Feeders. Oh, from the Spike. <laughs> and of course, uh, as from Go Again Gaming. Hello, everybody. Hope you're all having a great day. Yeah. Nice to be here yet again. And we're all in front of your faces this time as well, which is great. Yeah. So <laughs> for the audio listeners out there who aren't seeing this, we're actually going to be doing webcam footage stuff for the video versions um mm -hmm. we, we're not going to be doing it you know too many visual gags or anything so if you're an audio mm -hmm. listener you're not going to really be missing out that much no. but we just wanted to make it you know that much more of an immersive experience for the video watchers out there you can see all of our lovely mugs as we talk about <laughs> flesh and blood <laughs> yeah. for, for yeah, better probably. or worse yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize mug was a a uh, USA expression as well. I thought that was just English, like oh, oh ugly old mug. I thought that was more like an English thing. I, it, I think Use mugs like a, as well over there. I think it's like an older thing, or maybe even more like an East Coast thing. Like, oh. I, I always imagine it from like mobster movies from like you know yeah. the seventies, that, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's part of like the the transatlantic accent that you'd hear in like old fifties movies, where it's like ah, that guy's got a mean mug. See, always <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, ugly mug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about a couple things. We're going to, as always, have uh, our week in Flesh and Blood. We're going to talk about the Dynasty spoiler season because all three of us have uh, spoilers. We're going to talk a little bit about that, talk about what days yeah. spoilers are going to go live. going to be exciting stuff. We're going to talk about Yoji and the new Wizard card. I have a lot of stuff to say. I've already made two videos about yoji one on red zone rogue and then one for channel fireball i have more to say about yoji and uh we're also gonna talk about uh worlds and the coverage team and all mm. of that kind of stuff also for the arsenal stuff i just want i really want to talk about warhammer so if you like warhammer i might talk about that at the end specifically yep. 40k um so yeah that's gonna be the docket today it's gonna be exciting and um yeah, let's let's kick it off with the your week in flesh and blood. Um, would any of you gentlemen like to start? I can I can start. It's pretty short. It's pretty easy. But uh, if any yeah. of y'all have an exciting one, we can do that too. Yeah, I mean you're the host. You might as well go first. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, my week's pretty simple. It's a lot of um, normal stuff. So making content. Uh, I made a new dash deck tech uh, for Channel Fireball. Uh, it's a commoner deck. I call it Shotgun Dash because it uses the plasma barrel shot. And I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. The deck is awesome. Mm. You can have these really, really sweet turns where you need to load the plasma barrel shot beforehand, but it costs nothing to fire. You just have to remove the, the, the counter on it. So what you do is you load it up beforehand, and then you have a really big turn where you can boost three or four times, maybe maybe five times if you're lucky and you have a bunch of zero costs, and um, you can crack your hardened cross strap. And just boost, 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 and then shotgun blast for a ton. And hopefully one of the, the one of the sh other attacks that you do that turn is also um is it overblast or overpower it's the one that attacks for five and then plus x where x is the number of times you boosted this turn so, so it is overblast yeah yeah so you can like zero to 60 zipper hit overblast and then crack your achilles accelerator gain an action point and then shotgun them 
for like a disgusting amount of damage. Um, and then on top <laughs> of that, is it X plus one? Is it? Is it X plus one? Yeah. Your shotguns okay. X plus one. Um, nice. So that deck is really mm. fun. Um, I like it a lot. I'm going to be playing it more. Um, and uh, yeah, that is mostly what I've been doing. Just um, making making decks and, and videos. Um, what about uh, huh? let's 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 toss it over to As. How about you, As? Um, so not much with regards to my own content. Uh, I'm doing the next Azalea Cult episode with Jim next weekend. So that'll be uh, so that'll be done next weekend. That's going to be all about the the buff cards in Azalea and going tall. Is going tall a nice strategy? We'll find out on the next episode. Um, but um, I did feature in a a um, funny thing with um, Flake and Tommy from Fresh and Buds, um, and I think this is going to be a um, it's going to be multiple members of the community are going to appear on this. I'm not sure whether I can really speak about it, but it's basically about the salty chat logs uh, on Talishar. So uh, there's going to be uh, a little a little series, little, little little bits here and there of different community members going on and saying and reenacting these funny chat logs. Um, <laughs> so so um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll see lots of different members of the community on there just reenacting these, these these salty chat logs on Talashar.net. That's um, <laughs> I, I I do have to say that's one of the the byproducts I've noticed uh, of Talashar being very prominent is you you're now getting a lot of that uh, internet yeah. anonymity culture kind of stuff mm, that the saltiness right. coming that you you didn't get before because everything was like in person people don't get really yeah. that that salty face to face but now I've seen a lot of these Talashar things it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be pretty funny actually yeah it is it is funny yeah some of the ones well I think I read out two and then uh, Fresh and Buds read out one on this particular first sort of uh, test uh, and they were they were so funny they were really really funny I can, um, I can already guess because like people I've been playing card games like my whole life I know what people say when they lose they're like there, there's yeah. everything from like god you're just so lucky if if, if you didn't just yeah. draw the perfect hand then I would have won like two turns ago like <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like that's right are they, are they you know or they look at the top deck of their the top card of their deck and they're like I would have won next turn if you didn't kill me now it's like yeah yeah if cool. this happened, it would have been a completely I... different outcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you if you didn't win the game, then I would have won. The game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. What it wow, is. that's crazy. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, not 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 really too much uh, on my own stuff, but um, appearing in other other people's stuff as always is always good fun. Um, Flake's a great host as always. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, and it was good to, good to chat with Tommy again as well. I haven't spoke to him in a while properly. So um, yeah, everyone's busy with all these different things. So yeah, look out for that wherever that is coming out. Um, sorry if I sh if I should not have mentioned it by now, but hey ho. Um, um, I saw them tweet. <laughs> I saw them tweet about it, so I think you're okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so yeah, look out for that. It's a plug for you, Flake. If anything, if you're watching this, then you yeah, you see. Not anyway, like you signed an NDA or anything. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So that's it, really. Over to uh, over to Bill. I think he's over there, yeah. actually, on the graphic. Other way, other way. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm somewhere. I, my my position is nebulous. Um, position. Yeah, there wasn't too much in terms of actually playing. Although that's not entirely true. Uh, my buddy Elliot from the Spike Feeders um, <laughs> just oh, recently yeah. got uh, his Dromai deck, his Dromai Blitz deck together after a pretty long stint of not playing for a while. And I went over to his place um, probably about last week 
we jammed some games, him on Dromai and myself on Agro Prism, and uh, it just sort of like extra reinvigorated my, my love for flesh and blood because yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the times that I was playing, it was either for content, like it was a gauntlet uh, series or something like that, or it was in like a tournament uh, capacity. And, you know, like I, I think it's pretty obvious by the fact that I play Agro Prism and love it so much that like I prefer just to have a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it, like winning doesn't yeah. super matter to me right now. Like when I first started, like, sure, I liked winning, but it was like to do so, I would need to play like Ira or mostly Ira, just like a deck that doesn't feel super great to win with personally, because mm. it's just like, OK, I have this. I'm presenting 12 damage every turn. You can't get damage through. This is it. This is the whole game. Um, yeah. But yeah, so after playing that, I was like, man, I, I remember playing Lexi and how much I loved playing Lexi. So I should put Lexi back together. And so now um, I'm like kind of back on track, like back in the groove and it feels pretty good. Um, and then also speaking of Agroprism, this is something that I tweeted out recently, but I'm very excited about these pickups. But I picked up three uh, nice upgrades for Prism herself. Uh, first of all, I have the cold foil uh, young version. Uh, which nice. is quite nice. I was expecting this to look a little bit better on the camera, but anyway, Cold Foil Young Prism, and then also Cold Foil Luminaris. Also very nice. Um, actually, actually, I do mm. not own one of those. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, I ended up getting these off of an eBay auction. I guess it was somebody who was really salty about the Prism ban. Um, so I got those two plus an adult Rainbow Foil for like a pretty good price. Um, I don't remember exactly how much it was, but it was a lot of the three of them, and they were they were pretty discounted. And then uh, I also got these locally from a player, uh, Dana, from uh, Fusion Gaming, but Cold Foil Phantasmal Footsteps. Also very nice. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of see the you can kind of see the feet there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very pumped about those. Um, very excited to jam them alongside Transmogrify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You love that deck, don't you? Yes. I do. I, uh, yeah, I can, I can, I think As and I can both relate to what you were saying as uh, fans of Azalea. And Ranger in general, we uh, yeah. we understand what it's like to just enjoy the game and not worry about winning because exactly. well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will yeah, say yeah. though, uh, Dromaya is like one of my current favorite heroes. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if she's overtaken the Rangers yet, but I really love Dromaya, and it's nice to have a favorite that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, hey, hey, yeah. Le Lexi's yeah. pretty good, and I know yep. Azalea has won a skirmish, but um, Dromaya's <laughs> like. You know, like in the top, like you know, four or five heroes currently. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's, uh, nice it's also pretty funny. Just uh, again on the the prism thing, I just I was reminded. Um, we had some people in uh, the Spike Feeders Discord in the Flesh and Blood channel that were talking about the uh, Nationals games that were going on. Oh yeah, and uh, somebody commented that apparently there was a young prism. That at the time was three and oh at New Zealand National. Oh, I oh. saw that. Yeah. I, I have updates on this because a uh, really, really good friend of mine and, and I'd say friend of the Living Legends podcast, Ian Kenderdine, um, yeah. who is attending um, New Zealand Nationals where this uh, young prison player is popping off. And currently, I believe they are seven and two. Oh, wow. At Nationals. Uh, we were talking about it and I was like, I bet the devs don't feel too great about this. <laughs> that a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a young hero is like slamming their uh, nationals. Uh, apparently, Ian was saying after talking to a lot of folks at the event that um, a lot of players were just like, oh, they're memeing it. They're just playing uh, a young hero. 
um, and then just trying to kill him as fast as possible. And then what they do is they turtle up, be as absolutely defensive as possible, and then get a couple Spectra auras out. And then by the time their opponent realizes it, they have an army of these Spectras, and they yeah. can't they can't do anything about it, and then they lose. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's like the ultimate case of like a bully like trying to pick on someone, and they're like, "Oh, I got you, kid." And they're like beating on them, and then that kid like blocks everything, and then just socks him right in the face, and the bully's like, "Oh, no one's ever uh. hit me before," and then they run away crying. Like brilliant. That's what it's like. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how much legs it has, but it it's kind of hilarious. That's so it's so wild. But uh, yeah, with that being said, obviously, it's not anywhere close to what my deck is. But when somebody (laughs) mentioned that, uh, (laughs) the immediate response was, is there is Bill there transmogrifying a yellow snatch? (laughs) (laughs) I love how it's a yellow, (laughs) yellow snatch for the goal. Yeah, version of snatch. Come on. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's so good. Um, Wow. Yeah, and uh, let's let's start talking about um, what we have coming. Let's talk about <laughs> um, spoiler season stuff for Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So now we had uh, Chris Bewley on the channel a few episodes ago. I believe we're up to episode 16, and Chris was on around 10 or 12. I should remember off the top of my head. But That's right. now we have spoiler season. We have official confirmation that things are going down. Um it's going to be super interesting. I want to give a shout out, by the way, to, to kick this conversation off to Fabrary, the website Fabrary. They've been mm. compiling everyone's like preview times and making a spreadsheet of it, and it looks fantastic. So if you're watching this, folks at Fabrary, um, you guys are doing an absolutely fantastic job. I think it's awesome. You're showcasing everyone, you know where to find them, and then all of their um, um, you know links to the links. social and that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, that's super cool. It's also great to great to see. So I recommend checking that out. Um, yeah. It's good for good for like good for the creators as well that because they can reach out to people that are on the same day and organize like a chain of videos to come out at the same time. You yeah, know, it's a great it's a great tool really for everybody. So well done. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And as you can see, if you folks go look on there, there's some interesting stuff that's already happening. Like um, Good Buddy, this is the second shout out for this episode. Uh, DM <laughs> Armada, um, he is going to be. The only person, at least so far, previewing a card on October 30th. So Very early. Yeah, so his is actually before the official um, preview season. The official preview season starts on the 31st, um, which is when my card is going to be uh, previewed. It's going to be on on October 31st. Halloween, baby. (laughs) Yeah, well, my favorite favorite time of the year. It's pretty close to my birthday, too. My birthday's on the 20th. Um, Yeah, but... uh, I would be willing to wager that Steven has a pretty spicy card if his is the one that's kind of kicking everything off. Um, I would bet money that it's going to be like a hero or a legendary or something like that. Like, Mm. just a really important key thing to get everyone excited for spoiler season. So, Makes um, sense. I, yeah, I have some other thoughts on my own spoiler card, but I don't want to say them because they, they might be breaking NDA, so I won't say them. But all I know is that um, the way the thing was worded, it's going to be a very spicy card. I'll just put it that way. It'll, way. it'll be very, very exciting. I think it might be my most relevant card that I've ever gotten to preview. So, uh, nice. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What about... Um, 
What about you guys? I know Az. Let's, let's go to Az. Az, uh, we already kind of heard a little bit about how you're getting a preview card. Any updates or anything on your sit- situation? Yeah. So, um, so uh, there's a lot of obviously a lot of people have had their their dates confirmed and everything, haven't they? So, like, like you, you both both of you guys in in this screen right now, if you're watching, have had your your dates confirmed. So, if we just go over what those are, so yours was the 31st, Kel. October October 31st. Yep. Uh, any time, any time during that day. Yeah. And what was yours, Bill? Your one? Uh, I believe ours was November 1st. November 1st. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna double check. I'm pretty sure it's the first, though. Yeah. Check check February to see to see what it is. Check February quickly. Oh, yeah. You can see everybody's. Just do that uh, instead. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Tuesday, November first. Tuesday, November first. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So so yeah, both both of you guys have had specific dates, and a lot of people have other uh, other people have had specific dates. Um, again, check February if you want to see the full roster so far. They obviously do a great job. Um, but as we know, obviously. As the the aforementioned uh, Chris Buley episode, it was confirmed on that episode that I would be getting something for the first time, which is which is a lovely old job. But I haven't had a date yet, so I haven't <laughs> I haven't had a date I haven't had a date as to where I'm going to sit. Um, and by now, you would have thought that the content creators should know based on the fact that you guys have got them and other people have got them. But I still haven't had that yet, so. I was out. Uh, you might have seen on Twitter uh, over the weekend. I was out just having a merry old time in the Cotswolds in England, um, wearing my favourite jacket. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, I, I emailed Chris to see what was what was going on, whether I whether he's missed me out or what have you. And then he responded with an email that said something along the lines of whether I can say this or not. We'll see. Um, but. Um, He's very pleased with my work, apparently, the Emperor. I don't know who that is. Maybe he's referring to James or something. Um, and he says, he, he tells me, you can rest assured that good things are coming to you in a way different to many content creators Ooh. out there. So I don't know what that means. Uh, so, again, Ooh. I haven't been, given, haven't been given a date yet, but he says it's coming to me in a way that uh, other content creators, different I... to other content creators out there. Okay, I have an, uh, now I have more. I have, I have immediate speculation already. So, mm-hmm. you, Mr. Az, and the Azalea cult, you kind of specialize in one hero, right? You're all about Azalea and the lore and mechanics of the character, right? Yes. Well, there's another person who's kind of like that with another hero. Mansant is all about that with Levia. And he got sent like a, a month or so ago, a massive Levia kit with like a bunch of Levia-themed things and that kind of stuff. Um, now, I don't want to get your hopes up, but <laughs> that's... I yeah. don't know, man. Like, I, you I was, can connect yeah. the dots here. I, I think that it could be something like that. Potentially, yeah, as well. And, and Anything. Yeah, and uh, I think we went over the last the last podcast we did... There was another email saying I'll be getting a gift of some of some description, which was which what we thought at the time was not to do with spoilers. So maybe it is now. Who knows? Um, But um, but yeah. So in short, uh, I haven't been given a a date as to what I'm going to be previewing yet. uh, But that's the that's the that's the probably the 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 stuff that I can say in this email is it's going to be different to what's going on with regards to the specific dates so we'll see he did say that I'll find out in the next few weeks um so uh, so maybe we can speak about it more in the next episodes uh, when we uh when we get there 
yeah, yeah, people should definitely stay tuned and also go uh, subscribe to Az's channel because I'd be willing to bet that uh, he's going to be posting a video about it the second he can. So, uh, yeah, as soon as I can. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, so. Uh, if you want, like, if you're curious on this mystery and you want to know as soon as possible, go subscribe to Go Again Gaming. Um, yeah. If you're watching the video Cheers. version, you, you, you can see his, like, um, his little tag here at Go Again Gaming AZ. And yeah. you can follow him on Twitter. And I'm sure there's links to all this stuff there as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that enough, really. I don't really shout myself out too much. Uh, maybe I should. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it, really. Um, that's spoiler season, yeah. So, uh, yeah. looking good. Can't wait. <laughs> I, I think, mm-hmm. overall, I think it's going to be really exciting because Chris was saying that they're doing different things this time for spoiler season. Um, yeah. And I think it's showing already. Um, mm-hmm. with, the, with the thing that's going on with Az... With, um, I, I know a couple little, little tidbits that I can't really share yet. And of course we have like Steven being the only one, um, kicking it off on the, on the 30th. I think, um, we have some interesting things coming. So I'm really Mm. excited for spoiler season more so, more so than usual. I think, I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm always really excited. So yeah, Yeah. it's, it's going to be a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course, (laughs) yeah. I think I think we all are. I, I I think one of my favorite parts about spoiler season two is like I I like getting the card obviously and looking at the card and like marveling over the new mechanics and you know speculating and stuff. It's great, but I also love seeing what all of my fellow content creators do with mm. their cards and how they present their spoilers. Um, it's always just like a just just a great time to you know revel revel in flesh and blood. So yeah, yeah. it's just it's, co- it's, the camaraderie, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's so nice to just like have an excuse to hype up your homies, you know, where yeah. it's just like, oh, man, your card is so sick. Your reveal is so sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're, you're getting a reveal. I'm so happy for you. Like, it's uh, it's just such a such a nice time to just have unbounded positivity for things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah, like there's a little behind the scenes kind of stuff. But, you know, a lot of the times when people do their spoilers, um, I'll like message him. I'm like, oh, dude, your spoiler was really cool. Like, I'll message like, you know, DM Armada Steven mm. afterwards, or like uh, Bill and um, uh, his brother Jim. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you guys are your card, this card was your video is really good. So, yeah, nice, it, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. Um, all right, so another thing, another th- another thing before we go into the next uh, section, yeah, is um, visual people. If you would have seen there, you would have seen Bill's cat. On his lap, <laughs> so so we might get some <laughs> might get some pet interaction in this v- video version, which is great. That's true. Um, to get more clicks, you know. <laughs> there's a yeah, exactly. There's a non-zero chance that my dog interrupts me at some point, so <laughs> it'll happen. Potato. Potato. What's your yeah. cat, what's your cat's name? Uh, his name is Sawin. Uh, it's, Sawin. uh, my, my girlfriend named him, uh, his name is Gaelic for like Ooh. the time around Halloween, like Ooh. the sort of Halloween's season. Yeah. Uh, S A M H I N, uh, Sawin. Oh, and it's like, nice. cool. or I guess it's like Sawin, like Halloween Sawin. sort of thing, mm. but, uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm into He's it. Sweetheart. My, my name yeah. is Gaelic actually. So. Uh, that's true <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into it um for those who, of you who didn't know um my dog's name is potato <laughs> she's a tiny she's a tiny little um chihuahua mix we think she's like a chihuahua 
Um, or like a mm. Chewini with a, maybe like a Papillon because she's got the little frilly ear thingies. Or maybe a long-haired Chewini. Anyway, her name's Potato. <laughs> we Nice. I, I won't go into it. Oh, I can talk too, I can talk too <laughs> long about my dog. Okay, let's, let's move on <laughs> to more um, flesh and blood stuff. Hey, if you're, if you're listening or watching this on YouTube, comment, comment down below if you like more uh, animal talk. Or just let us know if, if you have an animal. Um, yeah. yeah, what's your what's your pet's name? Comment down below. <laughs> like seriously, mm. people people <laughs> like talking about their animals, yeah. so I, I'm down. I'm down. All right, so let's talk about more spoiler stuff with some cards that have actually been spoiled. Um, yeah, and the, the way they were been spoiled is actually was was kind of funny because they weren't like officially like, oh, here's the cards. It was more like a um, these are the was it the armory armory prizes, yeah. and they didn't like draw it. Yeah, they didn't like blur out the cards, so you can just you can just see them. You can just see what the cards did <laughs> yeah. on the on the armories, um, like the the I don't know the, the showcase for it. And so mm. we have two cards to talk about. We have Yoji, Royal Protector, and Blessing of Aether. And I, I want to talk about Blessing of Aether first because I have way more to say about Yoji. Um, mm. Sounds good. So, so Blessing of Blessing of Aether. Is uh, first of all, the art is beautiful. It's done by Soyame, one of my favorite flesh and blood yep. artists. Someone I get yeah. artist proofs from all the time, um, including I got artist proofs from uh, Uprising. She did Coronet Peak and uh, Heatwave. Um, so Most. this is a Wizard Action Aura. Only blocks for two, uh, which is pretty good. A lot of Wizard stuff blocks for three, so but this one only blocks for two. Uh, mm-hmm. It costs one to play. Uh, we're going to be talking about the red version of the card, but just know that it kind of scales down in damage as we go to yellow and blue. Uh, it says, at the start of your turn, destroy Blessing of Aether. Then, if the next card you play this turn has arcane damage effect, instead it deals that much damage plus three. Um, what I think is super interesting about this card is that it procs on your turn. So it actually actively incentivizes you to play stuff on your turn, which is um, not how Icelander and Kano exactly play right now. You can play stuff on your own turn, and sometimes they do. But their big turns are usually on your opponent's turn after your opponent has spent their resources so they don't have as much, you know, resources to prevent um, or to use for the Arcane Barrier. Um, what do you guys think about this card? I think it's pretty good, yeah. It compares to, uh, what's the other one that pumps stuff that was banned? Oh. Um, um, was, uh, was, was it banned? Stir the Aether Winds. Yeah, Stir the Aether Winds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, so that's pr- it's pretty much the same sort of vibe as that, isn't it? Um, so uh, yeah, the red one of the red one of that says you may play your next non-attack uh, action card this turn as over an instant, and if it has an effect that deals arcane damage, it instead deals that much arcane damage plus three. It costs two to play. Yeah. Um, so it's similar effect. Obviously, it doesn't activate. It doesn't allow you to do instant speed stuff, but it just pumps up your next arcane damage plus three. Uh, it's the same with mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you can you can do you can do the you can do the forked lightning thing where you do six damage instead, or is it? Th- it, I can't it would remember. be forked lightning does two base, so it would be yeah. uh, just five just, five. It'd be yeah, ten it'd be, damage. Yeah, but you can stack things on top of it because this one is an yeah. aura, so it's just kind of sitting around and then pops at the beginning of your turn. So if you can, if this pops, oh, wow. and then you're able to, around. yeah, if you're able to play something and then instant speed a damage, uh, you know, dealing card then uh, yeah. you can do a lot of damage. So this is going to be really good, mm-hmm. I think, for setting up turn, uh, setting up damage, but I think in a way that's not degenerate because it's mm-hmm. on your turn and not your opponent's turn, and thereby yeah. your opponent will have a full grip to actually use 
the cards in their hand to prevent the damage. I think that's where Wizard gets really scary, is um, their instant speed shenanigans, because it puts players in a situation where they, you know, if the Wizard player is playing right, they don't have uh, really a chance to interact. It's very, like, mm-hmm. non-interactive class. Um, so I, I really yeah. like the design space from here. It's very subtle, but I think it's really smart. It's still, like, pretty strong, but um, it does it in a way that doesn't feel bad, I think, at least to your opponent. Yeah, it's more telegraphed, isn't it? It's not like you're trying to block... Like like what you said there about non-interactivity. You know, well, I'm playing against a few Kano's recently, um, yeah. and it, they kill you on your own turn, like after you've played out your lethal turn. When you've got no cards left in hand, that's when they crack oh, the yeah. Storm Striders, and off it goes. Here we go. We're going to die. And that's what <laughs> um, no joke. So one of, the, one of the people I play most in Flesh and Blood is DM Armada, and he loves Wizard. And yeah, every yeah. single time he kills me, <laughs> which is about 50-50, honestly. We're about, we're about 50-50. Uh, every single time he kills me, it's when I'm about to kill him on an attack. I have an attack yeah. on the board. It's sitting yeah. there. It's coming in for whatever. And it's like, okay, you're either going to kill me or I'm going to kill you. And then he just like, all right, let's go. Blah, 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 blah. Wizardy stuff. Pretty much. And then he's like, mm, okay, Aether Wildfire, guess I win. Like, Aether Wildfire, <laughs> uh, Blazing Aether, you're dead. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Good, good game. Sounds um, about right. And so, so I, I like yeah, the design space for this, for sure. I mean, yeah, this, the wizard still has access to all of those shenanigans. But yeah, this yeah. is just another way you could potentially play it. I'm not sure whether it's going to be better. Or it could just be another way to play, like... Just you know, I, giving you more options. I think I'm not a wizard player. Well, I, I like Iceland. Oh I like Iceland a lot, but I'm not a Kano player, I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then for th- this card, like for Icelander, I don't know if I like it that much. Um, at least for current Icelander. Um, I mean, it does. I mean, it does pump up the. Uh, there's a lot of Icelander cards that say if you're dealt damage by this that's card, you have. You have to then pay two or discard a card or whatever. So there's a lot of those cards that then can benefit from this to pump yeah. up, pump pump through those on hit effects, like which a, are quite nasty. Like Aether Ice Vein, the one that forces yeah. your opponent mm-hmm. to discard a card. That's really good. Um, yeah, it's horrible. But I don't know. I I, I can see this maybe seeing play. Uh, we talked about the red version. Red version deals uh, three damage or plus three damage. Yellow is two and blue is one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a well designed card. The fact that it only blocks for two is also pretty good. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I like it. Mm, I, I guess I, if, we'll see how it goes. If this is the design <laughs> space we're seeing in um, Dynasty, it, it makes me even more exciting, more excited to see what they have in store because, um, mm. like I said, I think it's a very, very well-designed card. Um, yeah. And then the other card we're going to talk about is uh, Yoji, Royal Protector. Um, this is something that we predicted a couple weeks back. We were like, oh, this is probably Yoji. And it's like, yeah, it's it's Yoji. Um, <laughs> we yeah. also kind of predicted his class, sort of. So Yoji, Royal Protector, is a 4 intellect, 22 health, young guardian hero. Now, he's just a guardian hero. He's not a draconic guardian, but he is a guardian, mm-hmm. and that's something we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, that I know that I was predicting it. I think you guys might have predicted it, too, that I mean, he looks like a guardian. Turns out yeah. he's a guardian. Um but he has a really, really interesting mechanic for three resources as a once per turn instant. The next time another uh, target hero would be dealt damage this turn, uh, instead that damage is dealt to Yoji and prevent one of that damage. So this is obviously not uh, a 1v1 card, right? 
You're not going to be like, I pulverize you for 14. Wait, I take the 14. Like, it's not, it's not going to be like that. Um, I actually, hang on. I have uh, something that somebody in our Discord sent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, for <laughs> everybody else, it's the Yoji OTK on yourself. Yeah, and it's, it's so Red good. Towering Titan to buff Brilliant. your next Guardian attack by 10 into pulverize which has a base attack of 14 so it would have 24 and then you activate yoji to redirect it to yourself <laughs> and prevent one of the damage uh but still take 23 and die it's so wow. good it's so good um so obviously what this means is that outside of uh, the meme cases where you otk yourself um if someone did that to me by the way i i would try to concede on the spot and give them the win because that's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Like I don't, I'm like I don't care. You can just win. <laughs> yeah. Um, that Yoji is obviously designed for multiplayer formats, right? Where you have mm. allies, specifically multiplayer formats where you want to help people. So like, I immediately look at Yoji and I'm like, yeah, you can play him in um, UPF in Ultimate Pit Fight. Mm. He would be a good like group hug style hero. You can play a lot of defensive mm. stuff, maybe other group huggy items and shenanigans like that. And then just politic your way and hopefully you can get a win where you're like, hey, uh, I'll take that hit for you if you attack so-and-so on the next turn or, or something akin mm. to that. Yeah. Um, which, I, which I think is great. It's awesome design space. I love that they're designing for formats like this. But what I think it alludes to more is their player versus environment format that they've confirmed during the Fab 2.0 announcement. So... This mm -hmm. is not like speculation. Like we know, PVE mm -hmm. is coming, and James White has said that um, twenty, like mid twenty twenty three, early twenty twenty three at the earliest. Um, what do you guys think about Yoji and um, all of his implications? I, I think there's more implications, but we'll get to that in a second. I like the fact that he sort of shows that, you know, it. <sighs> Outside of them just confirming that PvE is going to be a thing, I think that releasing designs like Yoji, and honestly now looking back, like Silver Palms, like Genus, whatever, is like proof that they are putting resources and time into developing PvE. Because, like you said, there's really only two use cases for a card like this, and it would be UPF or PvE. Um... And mm. I think that it's fine for both. And if, like, at some point in the future, when we do actually get uh, PVE, if we're able to get a team together that includes a Yoji and a, and a Genus, yeah. that, that's big. <laughs> like, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, like, Yoji's the tank, right? Like, if yeah, you're thinking about yeah. this in term of, terms of, like, MMO or RPG, um, you know, shenanigans, like, Yoji's the tank. Uh, you know, Genus is, like, the support... We could have an, another healer class, maybe a cleric come along. Like mm. you can have like a legit like D and D party at some point. Like which is which is really interesting and very very cool. I also That's exciting to think about. I'm I'm also intrigued by the fact that his ability is gated behind so many things, like so many what seem to be downsides. Uh, the fact that it's once per turn, mm -hmm. that it costs three resources. Yeah. Uh, and that realistically, I mean, it only prevents one damage. Um, that's not necessarily an actual like detriment, but for how much cost goes into that, that's a lot. So like, I don't know, maybe they're going to print something that's like, uh, like a Yoji specialization 
aura or something where it's like yeah. it, like when damage is redirected or something do this like that that could be interesting um i uh, yeah i love how it's like it's, a lot of uh sorry carry on i love how it's worded because it specifically <laughs> says the next time another hero would be dealt damage so that other hero could still block right so they could they could still block out like so say someone's coming in for like eight or whatever and they block five and three is left over, you can still like eat that, eat that three. Um, mm -hmm. So you can, you can work with your, you know, allies to mitigate the damage, which I think is super interesting. Um, I think you could also I... use, you could also use cards like um, Oasis Respite to prevent this, I think. So like you take the damage and then you can Oasis Respite to prevent you taking the damage. Um, so yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I think, I think there's, you can make like a tank, like you can legit make like a tanky OG deck, which I think would be really cool. I I don't know if this works the way that I think it does because I mean Typanus isn't a legal card anyway. But the way Typanus reads is the first time each turn another hero becomes the target of a source that would deal lethal damage, you may discard a red card if you do choose new targets for that source. So if like if Typanus is attacked. For a bunch of damage and then yoji redirects it to himself does that count as him becoming the target of a source that would deal lethal damage then could Typanus discard a red card and shoot the damage back at the attacker i think so <laughs> i think so maybe because <laughs> that that sounds like a pve strat i don't know oh dude yeah it's gonna be so fun to do pve and i i just want to say this uh for folks out there um i know i want to do a lot of like pve content and I don't want to speak for Az or Bill, but I have a feeling they might also like to do some PvE content. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. expect. I want to play <laughs> yeah. Um, depending on how it's set up and the mechanics of it, I would love to do like a gameplay series of like PvE stuff, um, mm. and to make it like really nice. And oh, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. That's something that I'm like, yeah. I really want to do. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't had much experience with. I know in your video recently, um, which you can go check out on YouTube, Red Zone Rogue, um, the uh, the w uh, World of Warcraft yeah. raid decks. I don't yeah. know how they work. Do they just play out of the box then that you don't have to pilot, or how do how do so, you, how do you think this might work? So the raid decks are literally decks. So how how it works is uh, they work best with like uh, four players, for example. So you'd have one player playing with the raid deck, actually piloting the raid deck. And then three right. other players playing against it, kind of like an arc enemy situation. But the raid yeah. deck is like super powerful, like very very strong. What's a what's really cool about the raid decks in general is that um, they used to come with a little loot pack, and so when you beat the raid boss, you would open up the loot pack, and then everyone would get the cool loot, like you beat like you beat a raid boss in an MMO. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, I think it's really cool. Mm. The Ice Crown Citadel raid deck is it was a little bit different in that it came with all pre-constructed decks, so it was like a box set. So you had the Lich King raid deck, but you also had three like player decks pre-built for it. I think Flesh and Blood and LSS could do something more akin to like the um, like they just have like a box set that has an adventure or something. I think yeah. they mm -hmm. said on the Fab 2.0 announcement that it's going to be more like a campaign. Um, I, I, let me, I, I can look it up too, but it, it was something akin to that. It was like, they want it to be the premier casual format. They specifically mm -hmm. said that. Um, and they, um, 
they mention it being some like something like like a campaign or an overarching thing like an adventure so i i don't know how they're gonna do this there is a game that does something similar called dice throne where like you go around and have encounters on like a board yeah. kind of thing yeah which i think could be a possibility um so yeah i i think i think that that's something that that could happen i need to find the go to the article be nice though, like to try to try and emulate that sort of feeling in Diablo when you all you all team up, you all go against the boss, and then it drop it drops a, a load of loot everywhere, and then you can just have that little sort of respite between the encounters where you speak with your your players and mates around the table and say, "Oh, I just got this sword, and he dropped this this armor. Who wants what? Yeah. Put in their deck." And you know, I think I think that's just going to be a, a sick experience for everyone involved. Um, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they how they do the the thing. Whether it is mm, okay. one 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 person out of your group needing to be the the pilot of the deck, we'll see. I have found it. Let me let me read off what what it says exactly on here. So it says, "Player yeah. versus environment PVE will be our flagship social play product." So the first of all, that makes it sound like it's going to be a specific product, right? Not mm. like a promo or something. It's going to be a product that you can buy probably. It will see players band together in campaign settings that can be as long or as short as your party wants. It's not about winning or losing, but having an epic adventure with friends and fellow gamers where swords, shields, pizza, and beers collide. We are putting a lot into PvE, and our expectation, along with that of many eagerly awaiting fans, is very high. PvE is currently under development, and we're working hard to make it as good as possible. More information will be announced in the future. And I know James has confirmed on a podcast, I believe uh, Instant Speed podcast with Flake, that the earliest that would be, he said um, at the time it was like a year from then, which was early 2022. So maybe mid-early 2023 is like the earliest we could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sounds about right. Yeah. So like Bill was saying, they are designing for this kind of stuff right now. Um, yeah. Which is, which is awesome. And I honestly think that... Um, it's a space that Flesh and Blood currently doesn't have a lot going for it. I love Ultimate Pit Fight. I know everyone here at the Living Legends podcast loves Ultimate Pit Fight, but it's not a popular format. Like, let's be real. Like, it's not really popular. Um, I think PvE could be very, very popular because it draws in a crowd that doesn't necessarily want to play, like, competitive stuff. Like, I know my partner Robin would be much more likely to play Flesh and Blood, if there was this PVE thing, um, mm-hmm. well, if you just if you just look if you just look at board games like board games in general, yeah. tabletop games, the cooperative nature will bring in a lot of people, and if they then gel with it, they 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 can then take it to the next stage and go to armories and one v one someone after they've had the cooperative experience. But yeah, yeah, the 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 market for the casual side is so untapped in this game still. I um, I think the market so. for casual this kind of stuff for card games is very untapped in general like yeah exactly like yeah. name name like name like three like i can name arkham horror and then the lord of the rings card game and then after that i, I don't know what's what's a what's a third good cooperative like card game like like a trading card game kind of deal yeah I'm, trading card game yeah there was something in Magic for a very short period of time during the original Theros block where I, there was like a PvE. It was like Fight the Hydra. And that oh, was the Hydra. super cool. And yeah. they did it once. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. this is going to be my like, well, actually, 
They <laughs> they did something similar to that in M twenty or Magic twenty twenty with Garrick. There was like a big oh, yeah, there's um, a big Garrick chunky boy where you fought against Garrick. That's true, actually. Yeah, we called him we called him Big Grunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I still have I still have a Big Grunk because I was I was really into Magic at the time. You have a big what now? A big grunk? <laughs> big old grunk. Here, uh, big old don't, ask, grunk. don't ask me about my grunk. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Ugh>. big. <laughs> I'm not even going to it. It's big um, and green. Big, <laughs> big greens sum- summons some hairy, hairy monsters. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the fact that it's, it sounds like it's not just going to be that, though. Like, they want it to, it said campaign setting. I have a lot of hopes yeah. for this. It would be so cool if you could, like, get better gear as you go on. Like, what if you, like, you pick your hero, right? But you start out with, like, noob gear at the start. Yeah. Like, like iron rot. Like, a set of iron rot and, like, a crappy bow or, like, a crappy sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. then as you progress, you get, like, cooler stuff. And by the end of it, you have, like, legendary gear and equipment. And you're fighting, like, a big dragon or, like, a warlord of Volcor mm. or something. Like That would that... be so cool. Yeah. I- I'm so into it. And there's, like, the Flesh and Blood lore is very untapped currently, and there's, like, all these regions. I could see, like, a ton of stuff for PvE. Like, you can have a PvE set for each region of Wraith. Or, like, you can have a PvE set that's, like, you know, you know, delve into the monastery. And so it's all about, like, you working your way through the monastery and then possibly into the other world trying to fight against the demons and you know, Blasmafed or whatever. And all that stuff as well is already on the website. If you look at, like, the lore sections for each yeah. region, like the monsters and the creatures that you find in each area are already there. So all they have to do is put those creatures onto cards and then we fight against them. Like the Char Bear, for instance, that, you know, yeah, is, is in Volcor. It's going to be, you know, ridiculously hard to, to kill, surely. A Char Bear. It's got to, like, burn you if you get too close to it, right? It's the Char Bear. Maybe exactly, it yeah. damage back to you whenever you hit it with a melee weapon or something. Yeah, and then it drops like a piece of uh, like a fire gem that you then put into your sword, which then this deals fire damage to your opponents. And oh my, my goodness me! Fire hat, and it's just like a just slice of the bear, <laughs> a, a yeah. flank of bear, just slapping oh, on your my head. head. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Um, but yeah, I I think yeah, it's fun. I think that's something that we should definitely look forward to. I can't wait for it. Um, yeah. LSS. Fun. This is this is what you call shooting your shot. LSS. If you're watching this, I know I know Chris Buley watches these sometimes. He's commented on a few of these, and I know some other folks from LSS watch some of my stuff, uh, like um, uh, Robbie Wen. Shout out to Robbie Wen, the creative director for Legend Story Studios. Um, if you're watching this, and you want to do like a collab with some content creators, maybe I don't know three three content creators who are from other areas in the world who just so happen to really love your game and are very passionate about it. Maybe, maybe add yeah. in another guy like who likes pirates or something. Um, yeah. If only, if only there were uh, a group of people that, that matched that description <laughs> yeah. even remotely. Maybe, yeah. maybe they'd love to do a very fun and entertaining promo for your PVE thing. demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. To get people yeah. hyped up because they're gonna love it, probably, yeah, probably no matter what. Yeah, so me, uh, <laughs> yeah, just uh, just saying, just putting that out there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> throw it okay. out there into Aether. Okay, give so, us your blessing. Now I want to talk about the other thing about Yoji that I want to talk about. So Yoji is a guardian, 
And you're like, okay, yeah, he's a guardian, right? Well, we know there's going to be a new class in Dynasty. Guardian is not a new class. So that no. automatically means mm-hmm. we will have more heroes. So it's not just the Emperor and Yoji like some people were thinking. We mm-hmm. will have more heroes in Dynasty, which is awesome. So, you know. Indeed. We, the, the hope, the hope, copium for uh, Assassin is still alive. <laughs> Assassin could yeah. still be in the, in, in the set. Um, yeah. I still have my fingers crossed. Um, if, if Assassin's in the set and they gave me an Assassin card, you're going to hear me screaming from Oregon. Like, Az is going to hear it. <laughs> He's going to hear I'll it like, all. Oh, oh, there's Kel's spoiler card. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Yeah, you hear me like, no way. Just like, no way, 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 way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, so my, my, not just for Assassin. I mean, obviously, I really want Assassin. But I also have now hopes. Because I was kind of leading along the train. We're like, yeah, maybe Yoji's just like a, I don't know, Dragoon or something. And yeah. there's only two heroes. Now I have hope that there's going to be a bunch of heroes. And I hope we have like Crucible of War levels stuff here. Like I, hope we, get, mm. I hope we get like five or six heroes. Like I hope yeah. we just, just get an absolute truckload. Um, and yeah. I hope we get a mix of heroes that are good for like multiplayer stuff as well as, like, competitive stuff. I think that'd be awesome and, like, make everyone happy. So if you get, like, a brand new... I don't know, what's a what's a hero that people like? Brute or a mechanologist hero that's, like, strong. Like, if we get a brand new one of those, people are going to be really hyped. Mm-hmm. And if we get, like... Or, like, a ranger, a new, like, very strong ranger. Uh, I know a lot of Azalea fans would just be like, just make her queen Azalea and make her overpowered as hell. Um, yes, please. 40, 40 <laughs> health blitz hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can um, only play cards from Arsenal. Oh, oh well, you can do that anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. really. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, really got a lot of hope for Dynasty. This is even more Dynasty hype. Um, yeah, pretty much. But like you know, they're, 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 as as we've seen and as we've discussed, they're expanding their game into different places, and the, the the best way to do that is in these expansion sets because they're just a bit you know more of good good stuff across the entirety of their game. Yeah. Um, so if they if they're going to put in weird and wacky things, it's going to be in these sets, and it's good to see that Yoji is the first thing we've really seen. Apart from the Emperor, the first, the next thing they've shown us is a funny hero that can only be played in the PVE or Ultimate Pit Fight casual stuff. Yeah, um, I still yeah. think I still I still think there's going to be a card which says uh, any damage dealt to you is instead dealt dealt back to somebody else. So, because mm. y- y- Yoji's ability says you soak up the damage, but then you could just redirect it again, like similar to how Bill said about Taipanis. Maybe mm. there's a card uh, that Yoji has. Maybe it's a specialization that says redirect it to somebody else, because that would work with his ability. Then it's not as stupid as we first initially anticipated. I but now that we know that Yoji is like a multiplayer hero, my thoughts about his weapon being a multiplayer weapon, like his big halberd hitting multiple things is yeah. still alive. I really hope his halberd hits like multiple things. That would be so cool. Be really cool, yeah. Like yeah. you could maybe use it in um, you know, constructed formats to kill dragons or you can use it in PvE to attack like two monsters at the same time, which is super cool. Yeah. Or or an UPF to attack two players at once and uh, piss off two people instead of just one. <laughs> oh, it makes so much sense though. 
<laughs> yeah. It really does. Like, because it, because it, obviously we spoke about it before. Like Dynasty Warriors, the game where you attack multiple people at yeah, once dude. with these big with big swords. Yeah, it makes loads of sense to hit multiple targets. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lovely old job. Lovely old job. <laughs> old. I tell you what, I <laughs> I tell you it wasn't a lovely old job though. This drink, I drank this. Oh yeah. Um, just during it, and it just it's just like. It smells like Red Bull, but it's just like, it's just not. Oh, that sounds like a nice can. Yeah, it's just, I think that's not, not as, well, I mean, it might be better than what you drink. You, would you say it's like a mm. Red Bull? It's like a re, like a flat Red Bull, but a lot stronger. Oh, lovely. So I'm going to be up to like 2 a.m. today, tonight. Um, well, that's but great. yeah, that was, a, sorry, I, de- <laughs> I, I, I derailed the whole thing there. No, sorry. no, it's what? good. <laughs> let's, let's talk about another one of the topics here. We yeah. have um, Worlds. So an update on Worlds. Uh, the coverage team has been announced. And mm-hmm. I am proud to say... Well, no, not really. I was going to hype it up like, <laughs> I was, like, I was, uh, like I was on the coverage team. I'm not going to be on the coverage team. Um, yeah. And um, neither will DM Armada, surprisingly. I really just assumed he was going to be on the team. Like, for me, I was like... I felt like I was kind of like on the, the cusp of it. I was like... If they want like five people, though, they might ask me. I feel like I'm on mm. the lower end of the thing because I'm not a professional player and I'm not like an industry veteran. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, like honestly, I, I think Flake, Tannen, and Brian Gottlieb are like slam dunks, and they're probably going to use those guys whenever they can because they're like industry professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like Steven and I who are like the YouTubers. We're like the, we're like the YouTuber guys who are like yeah. the community knows us, but. You know, we don't have like the the esports clout, um, and uh, yeah. and Stephen has a little bit more experience than me. My whole experience casting is Flesh and Blood. Um, like I started with Flesh and Blood, and that's kind of been my whole cast casting path. Um, but uh, um, uh, Brendan Patrick is actually going to be on the the cover team for Worlds, which is which is cool. I know he has been gunning for it for a long time. I know he's been really wanting it. So you yeah, know, you know, big big congratulations to him. Um, personally. I'll be I'd be lying if I wasn't slightly bummed, but also at the same time it, it means that I worlds for me is not going to be work. That means I can just mm-hmm. do, all play, baby, do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So um, what As was saying before about like calling up Bill and then getting absolutely trashed, um, it it might actually happen. <laughs> it might actually oh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be done. Brilliant. Oh my Brilliant. god! You don't have any, uh, <laughs> any responsibilities. No, I don't exactly. like because I, I I treat stuff like that very seriously. <clears throat> so when I when I am on the coverage team, I go to oh, bed yeah. go to bed early, wake up early. Um, I do a lot of research and prep, like to make sure I'm ready for the event because I, I want to put on a good show. For me personally, so, well, it's a, yeah, it's a day's work, isn't it? Basically, so yeah, yeah. I, I want to be knowledgeable. My my goal when I do casting is I want it to be entertaining for people because at the end of the yeah. day, for YouTube, I consider you know, it entertainment. That's what it's supposed to be. People are here to have a good time or to be engaged in, you know, intellectual conversation. And, yep. um, yeah, my goal is for all of it just to be like entertaining and fun. Um, but it is job and I take it very seriously. So mm-hmm. yeah. because I, I'm not on the coverage team. Well then, well um, then let's, yeah, let's have a good time. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's that, yeah. um, pros just, and cons, eh? Yeah, and all the pe- folks who can't make it out to, to Worlds, just know your coverage team is going to be excellent. Um, yeah. 
all, all four of those guys I know are going to do an incredible job. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Well, it's just the the, the 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 selections are like you say. They're a lot more professionals. Have been ingrained in this uh, in this job for a long time. And obviously, yeah. Brendan Arsenal pass. You know, he definitely knows what he's talking about with regards to the meta and the matchups and the the optimal lines of play. But, whereas, you know, that's a good choice for that sort of thing, information purposes. Yeah, and also yeah. there's a thing we we always joke about sometimes, at least on the the whole like coverage team and everything, is like. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to get into specifics, but we always joke that uh, unless you're like top four or winning a lot, that uh, everyone working the weekend is going to be making more money than the players because they're they're working the weekend. So I, I see Brendan Patrick yeah. on there, and I'm like, eh, he's sick of like losing, like scrubbing out in the top eight and not making any money. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, Makes sense. Players have the chance to get like big big winnings and accolades but uh all the folks just grinding and out not just uh, the casters but you know everyone working the event uh you know they're working so no exactly yeah yeah but there is so much to be said also though about the fact that um when uh, pleasant kenobi got his uh his um his sort of spot on the uh on the channel for Lille, the casting for Lille, uh, a lot of people were singing the praise of, oh, it was refreshing to have a newer player or someone who's not as versed in the interactions on the casting because it was a nice sort of refreshing experience rather than just uh, all of these facts and figures about the meta and stuff. They were, you know, Vince was asking questions about, well, why, why would you do this? Why would you do that? And then uh, I think it was Romain, uh, the French guy, Arva Fidia was on there with him uh, and he was answering the questions and stuff. So I think that's a nice, a, a nice, um, a nice way of doing the casting as well is having maybe a mix of people rather than just four blokes that know everything and everything and all the interactions. Maybe it would be nice to have different characters in there every now and again because we have had a few comments uh on twitter and all that sort of stuff about diversity and having different characters and different flavors on there so maybe they could look at that in the future um but because that because that could be more sort of inclusive as well so um we'll see what happens but yeah nonetheless good team with regards to the knowledge but maybe there could be other sprinklings in there in the future who knows yeah i I mean Mm -hmm. i think the thing with vince is that uh He's really good at talking, like yeah. <laughs> and being charismatic. And I mean, I think that's what worked so well is that yeah. he's able to present himself and be very entertaining, even if he knows nothing about it. Um, exactly. Which is which is yeah. why it would work in that situation. Because if you brought on someone else who like isn't good at that stuff and they're they're not entertaining, then it could probably be really frustrating for a lot of people watching. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Anything else before we get to? what we have in our arsenal. Do we have any uh, I questions? I don't, I don't uh, I think we answered most of them pretty succinctly in the last episode, unless we have something to talk about here. I'm just checking now on my, um, on my I, pinned messages. Well, as does that. Pardon yeah. me. This drink, man, this, this is real bubbly. <laughs> 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 well, well, as does that, I have been looking into, um, getting like art commissioned a little bit more we've, we've talked about it just a little a little smidge so that's something that that could potentially happen in the future maybe get some mm. art commissioned um i know i know folks wanted um um they were they were maybe keen on merch i i still like the idea of maybe doing like a 
Kickstarter or GoFundMe for it, so that like yeah. we know people are are in for it and like that we can get the art commissioned and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you yeah, might but, see in the future. Yeah. Again, if like um, uh, I think there was one comment on your last video. I know obviously it's still fairly recent. Uh, I think oh, I can't remember who it was. Someone left a comment on there saying what they would want to have. Um, but I can't remember what it was, but there was definitely a comment on there. So again, if you're listening to this now and this far, then just let us know if you want to see some sort of merch, what you would like to see, um, and then we can obviously we can have a look at it. Um, yeah, let's have a look. Yeah, I mean, like a, like a playmat would be the easiest. Like, so if we get art commissioned, then we can use the yeah. art for multiple things. Like, we can use it for the backdrop for the, the the video version. We can use it for splash art if we want to make a like a Twitter account or whatever uh, mm-hmm. for the podcast. Like some other people make a separate thing for their podcast. Um, yeah. So like the art commission could be used for like multiple things. Um, and then we, we can also use it to do a, a play map or whatever. Um, yeah. The Kickstarter thing I think makes the most sense to me um, because it gets it done, right? If, if, if people want it, it gets it done. And then it gets us, it, it's not as messy as like all of us trying to commission the art, split it three ways. And then like figuring out a way of selling it that would make it fair for everyone because like i have my online store but then i'd have to like sell it and then split it and disperse it or something like yeah makes sense kickstarter would be like so much easier just like get it done um Mm. and then any any extra things just goes to the all three of us into the the maybe future things for the podcast so yeah yeah um i think that makes the most most sense to me Mm. um but um Hey, also, if you're if you're listening this far, is there an artist you would like us to commission from Flesh and Blood more than any others for something like this? I already have a few in mind that I've worked with. Uh, Bima uh, is great, and he does um, specifically like male characters really well. Um, there's uh, Sylvia and Crovius who I've worked with as well, who also do absolutely fantastic artwork. I would love to work with them again. But if there's any other artist in particular that uh, you like from Flesh and Blood and you'd like them to do the thing, let us know. Um, Oh, yeah. There's likely a couple artists that are either too busy or don't take commissions, by the way. So, like, (laughs) if you're like Steve Argyle or if you say Steve Argyle or, like, Livia Prima, the chance that we get them is probably smaller than some of the other (laughs) ones. Oh, yeah. Just just saying. Like... Very low. (laughs) I, I think they do their contracts, like, different than a lot of the other like i don't know if they do commissions is basically what i'm saying um on the topic of art i know yeah. you, you you tweeted about it as well but the indonesia poster that you oh, tweeted dude. was sick <laughs> i saw that and i'm like what the hell why don't we have anything this cool like yeah it's awesome right indonesia has like yeah. oh, so i do gotta say like the three artists that i just named um bima uh, crovius and uh, sylvia they're all from indonesia i think um just- and All Indonesia, <laughs> I didn't really know much about it before getting into Flesh and Blood, other than, you know, the, the place and where it is and everything. But, like, yeah. man, they have some incredible artists there. Like, they do indeed. I think it's an area of the world where it's, like, underrated for art, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, like, seeing the Indi- Indonesian um, nationals and the art for it, I'm like, of course. Of course they Which have amazing they... art for it. Because all these yeah. artists are coming out of Indonesia, and they're, like, so good. Um, if you haven't yeah. seen it, it's on my, I posted about it on my Twitter. It's getting a decent amount of uh, attention. Um, it's like, uh, the uprising heroes 
Phi, Dromai, and Icelander, but they're like manga style. Mm. I would, not specifically anime, but manga because it's like black and white, and it looks so good. I would totally yeah. buy a manga of like flesh and blood with these characters. Like that'd be windmill slam. I would I would pre-order the whole series, man. Like <laughs> like yeah. I don't know if that's something Super they want to do. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, I don't even yeah. know who the artist is. I wish I knew who the artist was because I would tag them immediately. If you if you're listening to this and you somehow know who the artist is, let me know. Like seriously, let me know, and I will like tag them and then maybe talk about them, talk to them about other future commissions because I really I really mm. like their art. Okay. If um, anybody shines a light on artists, it's this man below us on the screen. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. So. It's expensive. I can't afford. I can't afford too much of it. But um, yeah. I do. I do have a couple other art commissions coming in the future. Nice. Um, I have one coming for Halloween and one coming for the um, like the winter season. They're both anime style. Um, and then I'm going to be doing a. I guess we're getting into the arsenal. Uh, step territory here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I also have one that I'm going to be working with uh, one of my favorite art anime artists, uh, Honshu. That's going to be um, fantasy themed, so it's going to be like anime fantasy themed. Um, kind of in preparation for another card game that I'm really excited for called Grand Archive, which is an anime fantasy thing. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I like Grand Archive. I think it'd be cool to have my own little playmat for that. So there's that. Um, nice. And I've also been very much getting into Warhammer 40,000. It's mm -hmm. it's been one hell of a rabbit hole that, that I've gone down <laughs> this past week or so. Um I've always been a fan of the franchise just in general. Um viewers of my channel know that I did uh Warhammer 40k Conquest, which is an LCG. I did a video about that a couple of years ago, like 2 years ago, and then 4 <laughs> years ago I covered the Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions card game on my channel, which is now dead. But I have a good number of videos on the channel. Um, I think I have some of the most watched videos for that game. If you go search search for it on YouTube, um, I, ha I did some deck techs that have like several thousand views. Did they get up to like ten k views? I don't remember. But um, yeah, so I like the I like the franchise, and I I've always wanted to get into tabletop wargaming and miniatures, and I did it. I pulled the trigger. I have them. I have all the stuff sitting here. For the the new visual people, here's my here's my paint set, and then here's this other thing. Oh jeez, here's this. So wow, yeah, I straight I'm, into it. I'm not a I'm not a casual person when it comes to <laughs> things that I really like. Um, I have like a you know I like to play things casually, but when I get into something, I really get into something. And I saw that big boy, big boy starter set, and I'm like I'm just gonna buy that one. Yeah. Um, and this is largely going to be replacing my anime collecting hobbies. Um, and I've done the math. Uh, Warhammer is actually cheaper than doing the anime, <laughs> the anime figures. Because the anime figures, these are like minimum like 150 bucks to like $300 are the figures. There's some cheaper ones here and there. And the cheaper ones are like 90 to 110 Those are the cheaper ones that I get. So um, well, a whole Warhammer army, if I want to go like the bells and whistles or like 400 bucks, 500 bucks, something like that. So it's like what? Yeah. Th three or four of these figures. And it, as you can see, if you're listening, if you're watching the, the, the video version, I think I have like 30 something figures. I have more that you aren't got a, here. You got a decent amount. That's for sure. So I'm going to be like <laughs> cutting back on this and then doing the Warhammer thing instead. And I'm really excited for it. 
Um, I'm excited yeah. for the, the arts and craftsy part of it, where you just kind of like can relax, build build your little minis, do the painting. I've watched tutorials, lot, lots and lots and lots of tutorials on YouTube. And um, it'll be a nice break for me because I'm right now I'm like 24-7 card games. Since, uh, yeah. since I went full-time with Red Zone Rogue, it's just been card games all the, all the time. Um, and so it'll be, it'll be nice to have a little break and to just kind of like, you know, step back from it. Um, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You need you need like these things in your arsenal. Really, you can't just be exactly. you can't just, you can't just be all card games all the time. You need to have other things as well. You can't just burn out. Otherwise, otherwise you just burn out on it, won't you? That's what yeah. I mean. So, yep. you need to have you need to have other things that you're passionate about. So, yeah, and I glad, glad that you get into it because it is a sick world. Let's be honest. Yeah. I, I, I would love to get into it as well. It's just I'm not sure if I if I have the time to do it. Um, the time the time is the thing right because it takes time yeah. to do all this stuff the speed painting like is like 15 to, to half hour per mini like that's that's fast for it so like if you have a ton of minis it's going to take a long time uh, mm. but the reception has been fantastic i made a video about it already there's so many supportive people both from new yeah. players or people who've been interested like me and then like people who are like oh, i've been playing warhammer for 15 years um lots and lots of supportive people um you can go yeah, and subscribe. Minis. Yes, I, I did make a new channel because of the way you, the way YouTube works. Uh, posting this kind of stuff on my main channel didn't make a lot of sense. So um, I made a second channel called Red Zone Miniatures. Um, probably going to be you know open uploading a video maybe once a week or so. But it's like my new player journey, going through everything from the start. Um, so if you're a new player or if you're someone who always wanted to get into it like me, into just wargaming and miniatures in general, I think it'd be really fun because, like, I'm gonna make a video like showing off like my first painting, like my first like mini that I ever paint. It could look like absolute trash. We'll we'll see, um, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll talk about it and you know talk about what was difficult or what was easy or whatever. And I think mm. um, it could be really useful for for new folks, and um, also give a lot of veterans a chance to flex their um, skills and be like, oh, you should do this or whatever. So uh, I, I fully, fully endorse the, the backseating in the comments as long as people are like, you know, respect, <laughs> respectful about it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about for the Arsenal step. It's kind of been a, the big thing that I've been working on this week, starting the Sounds new channel. Um, I, yeah. you know, picking, picking out the armies that I want to do. I'm, like I said, I showed off, I'm starting with a, a Command Edition box set, the Warhammer 40k Command Edition box set. But there's like, five or six other armies that i'm looking at actually like getting into and um mm -hmm. all that will be on red zone miniatures um stay yeah. tuned for that one yeah bill do you have any i actually don't know do you have any like experience with wargaming or miniatures or any of that stuff I, I i don't personally no um there have been some players of uh there's like the what is it called? It's the Star Wars War Game. Oh yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. That one was also suggested to me in that video. A lot of people were like, "It's really funny." It, it felt a lot like Magic, by the way. And that that mm. uh, there's a ton of people who are really jazzed about it, and the company, like, they're like, "Oh yeah." Well, I don't know about the company, but they're like, "Oh, it's such a great game." And then I got like two or three comments that are like, "Games Workshop is the absolute worst. They're the most evil company of all time." <laughs> and I'm like, "It feels like Magic." Yeah, like, yeah. you're going to get, yeah, like, actually. if someone was like, 
if someone was like, I'm getting into magic, you're going to get like two or three comments that are like, Wizards of the Coast is the worst company ever. Like, yeah, and it's like, uh, like okay. you, you should play <laughs> this game instead. Like, I think Infinity is one of the ones that people suggested. Um, and then the Star Wars one was another one that, that you mentioned. Legion. Yeah. Legion? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm getting yeah. into it. I don't know how much I'm going to play. Probably whenever my brother comes over. But hmm. uh, how, how do your friends like the Star Wars, Star Wars one? Uh, the people that play it are, like, pretty into it. Like, very excited for whenever a new ship drops um or however it it works in that game um <laughs> like it has like a, not a huge fan base but a very devoted fan base and, yeah uh, much so. yeah they have like full full-on like streamed events sometimes at the store at least last i checked yeah, um cool. yeah like it's it's something that i don't have any sort of it's not within my my realm um but it seems to be doing really well um something about war games just like I don't know. It, it, like I've never been very good at uh, at little like arts and crafts style painting. Um, yeah. So to me, that would just be super frustrating. And then there's like the actual aspect of having your army set up in a very specific way. Like it's the same reason I don't play Go. Um, oh or, like, yeah. Chess or anything like that. Like I know that it appeals to people because it is like a super strategic thing. Um, but just no, it doesn't doesn't quite ring my bell. I um, I think I'm gonna really enjoy playing it just because I really like oh, yeah. games like Fire Emblem and um, XCOM that kind of stuff. Yeah, where you move your dudes, attack something, see if it hits or not. Like I feel like it's gonna be, and I've watched a lot of gameplay already. Um, I've watched both actual 40k and then also Kill Team. I think I, I think I'd probably like Kill Team more, the mechanics of Kill Team more. But um, yeah. It looks fun. Yeah, um, I think I think I think you'll be able to have a, a, an amazing casual time with a game yeah. like that as well, because yeah. there's so many variables like moving your your units to a different location. Are they in cover? Are they not in cover? All of these variables that can then sort of you know dictate the outcome of a casual game. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. nice a nice way to explore it. I think I, I think the competitive scene is very competitive. Yeah, um, I. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it for the competitive stuff. No. Yeah. If if, if I'm not playing Flesh and Blood at the competitive level, like literally my favorite game, there's no way I'm getting into this brand new thing that I've literally never touched in my life and being like, I'm going to be a competitive player. Oh, what's the (laughs) what's the meta army? And then just like buy the meta army, get like a vat of paint and just dunk each dude into the vat of paint. Like an assembly line. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's like it's like net like net decking, but for miniatures, just everything's on a production line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Copy paste. Yeah. Yeah. The old job. Yep. Exactly. And then and just get like a a paintbrush and then splat like colors onto it and be like, we got yeah. we got my tie dye orcs. Let's get let's go. Like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Oh, you can get the. I don't know if you, any of you have seen those videos of, like, people applying color patterns to, like, guitars and stuff, mm-hmm. where they, like, have this vat, and they just, like, dunk the body of the guitar oh, in, and, like, yeah, like um, swirl it. dipping. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. yeah, do that with your minis. Just hydro dip all your minis. Yeah. <laughs> just, do, just do a sweet, like, Arctic camo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. They'll be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna attack this guy. And you're like, what guy? You can't see him. You can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Arctic camo, but they're in like a like a big space station, so all the walls are like <laughs> black and gray. Brilliant. Yeah. No, Arctic camo. <laughs> yeah, it's camo, but you can't see it. Um so yeah, that's that's what I've been getting into. Um nice. just kind of as a side that's thing. Awesome. It's it's yeah. a super it's like a little little side thing. But um yeah, I think cool. that's gonna do it for this yeah. episode of the Living Legends podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode for the new format for the you know video viewers out there and the the same excellence that the audio <laughs> listeners have come to expect yeah. week week to week. Um, my name is Kel, also known as Red Zone Rogue. You can find me at Red Zone Rogue everywhere. YouTube.com slash Red Zone Rogue. Twitter.com slash Red Zone Rogue. Check out my new Red Zone Miniatures channel. It's got like 150 subs so far, which is not too bad. It's growing, growing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thanks thanks for watching. Let's uh, let's toss it off over to Bill. Go ahead and chill your stuff. Uh, well, will do. Uh, <laughs> I'm Bill from the Spike Feeders. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BillTSF. You can also find me on YouTube under the channel uh, Spike Feeders Fab. We do edited uh, live gameplay content um, for Flesh and Blood. Usually it's Blitz, but I think we have one Gauntlet series uh, for CC, but mostly Blitz and mostly a good time. So feel free to go check it out if that uh, sounds like something you'd be interested in. Bill's Bill's underselling it. It's not mostly a good time. It's always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so At this right. point, you're kind of biased, though. <laughs> a little bit, but also I really enjoy watching them. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. If, are we going to see the aggro prism on there soon, are we? Yes, there is actually already a, a gauntlet. Oh, series. there is. Uh, yeah, and I think the wrap up was just posted uh, this past week, I believe. Um, so every so every time Bill says about his aggro prism, this is what he's referring to. So go and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's like. I don't know. The The deck feels really cool. And a lot of the comments that I get from people is like, oh my God, you just attacked that man for like 16 and then still lost the game. And I'm like, yeah, but I had a great time. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh, that hits me. Hits me right uh. in the ranger feels. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like playing my no fuse Lexi, which is still pretty good, but it's like, I feel good. I just attacked them for like 22. Why did I lose? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, dear. Yeah. Brilliant. yeah, you can't have the highs without the lows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for, sure. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, nice. last but not least, as uh, what's your what's your spiel? Where can people find you? Yeah, so uh, I'm as from Go Again Gaming. Um, so you can go find me on Go Again Gaming YouTube on YouTube. And uh, as you can see on the little uh, graphics as well, you can find me at, at Go Again Gaming AZ on Twitter. Um, so they uh, they're all our Twitter tags, by the way. So you'll be able to type them in, go and have a look. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's me really. So just loving life. Can't yeah. wait to go to San Jose. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, go <laughs> go go subscribe to Az. Um, yeah, you're getting close to 1K, man. You're gonna do it. I think you can do it by the end of the year. It'll happen. 1K. Yeah. 1K. I'm gonna do a lot. There's gonna, there's gonna lot. There's gonna be a lot of guerrilla tactics going on in San Jose. Like every everyone I meet is just gonna be like, oh, can you please just get your phone out and go and subscribe, sort of thing. I'm getting a dynasty card. And- <laughs> I'm gonna be pulling out all the ba- all the stops to try and try and make it happen. Um, well, definitely. What's what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like one of those heist movies, uh, except as will just be walking around while people are playing. He'll go into their pocket, sneak out their phone, subscribe to the channel, and put the phone back. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so 
you, yeah. You'll, you'll see this. This is a, a phenomenon that I, I'm still not used to. But uh, at, at all the Flesh and Blood events that I go to, I'm pretty noticeable. Because I'm like a big dude with like long hair and I always wear like a blazer. So I get stopped like a lot. Like a lot, a lot. I'll walk and then I'll get stopped and I'll walk a little bit and then I'll get stopped. And so while I'm doing that, you can sneak up, pickpocket their phone, subs- make them subscribe, and I will put, do, it, yeah. put it back in. Or yeah, I could I be do. like, hey, you know my buddy Az here? Can you subscribe to his YouTube channel yet? Yeah, could you just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just wingman me the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, as, as much as we're joking, you you do deserve subscribers on your own merit, and yes. uh, don't need to resort to guerrilla tactics. But yes. uh, <laughs> the salesman, yeah. I mean, there's only so many times we can tell people to subscribe to you. Before, no, exactly. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm very excited for spoiler season again. Like oh, like, yeah. like we discussed, mm-hmm. like like we discussed earlier, something different is happening for me in general. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see what that is, and hopefully there'll be more eyes on me uh, for this for this season. Um, well, there's going to be eyes on everybody, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of eyes on me because I'm going to be revealing something. Um, so yeah, hopefully that drives more people to the to the channel. So uh, I'm sure people want to see what what everyone's getting. So uh, yeah, so, yeah. Well, you got to hype it up, man. Once you know, you got to post it everywhere. Hype it up, post it on the Facebook, post it on the Twitter. Be like, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, it's gonna be and great. And if it makes you feel any better, I'll consider retweeting it. <laughs> yes, it would oh, be great. Uh, uh, me too. I will also think about liking and retweeting it as well. Yeah, <laughs> that would be lovely. Yes, I'm genuinely curious of what as to what you're getting. I literally yeah. don't know. This is I'm not like sandbagging it. I have no idea what's going on this spoiler mm-hmm. season. So. Like we like Kellen, Kellen and I for the viewers and the and the listeners at home. Kellen and I have literally looked at the emails that that As has gotten and. I, I don't know. It's, I know that it's going to be cool. That's the only thing because I trust LSS so much. Oh, yeah. When yeah. they're like, yeah, this is going to be cool, that it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be rad. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be awesome. So stay tuned for that. Go subscribe yep. to As if uh, you haven't because uh, that's if you're curious about all this stuff, it's going to be posted on that channel. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I should and, say as well, while... while um, I don't obviously I don't like people speaking about me too for too long. I'm just not like that like like it. But um, anyway, so uh, my, I do have a series on on my channel for called the Azalea Cult as well. So if you're a mm-hmm. fan of Azalea, the, uh, the 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 least the least sort of competitive hero out there, but the per- one that's loved regardless. I do a series every fortnight, three weeks or so at the moment, uh, delving into different aspects of that character. And obviously, we're going to get more going forward because of the um, the fact that it's an expansion set. We can come to expect more Ranger cards. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're going to have a lot more to speak about for that as well. So uh, so yeah, I thought I'd say that as well. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But before we go, I got I just got to say, I, someone mentioned something akin to that on Twitter, and I was like, just wait. LSS knows. And I bet they're going to eventually print a super overpowered Azalea at some point. And everyone's going to be like, remember when everyone hate, remember when everyone thought Azalea sucked? Yeah, those were the days. And then like everyone just hates her because she's just like the bane of the meta. She's like Starvo, yeah. Starvo 2.0. It's going to yeah. happen. Like I, I have a strong feeling it's going to happen that eventually Azalea will be like busted as hell. And everyone's like, oh yeah, didn't she used to suck? 
Yeah. It'll be a new Azalea printed where it's like at the start of your turn, you can reveal a card from your hand. If it's an arrow, uh, you can put it into your arsenal for free. Cast it as though it were an instant and all this other stuff. It okay. So it has five going and plus two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what Starboard did anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the start of your turn, reveal three arrows. Fire them all off at the same time. They get plus two and dominate. Also, if they hit, you draw a card. Cool. Good game. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. At the start of your turn. Yeah. Tut- tutor for an arrow. <laughs> Put it into your arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. 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 <laughs> that's, that's enough of that. We're going to leave you on uh, OP Azalea. And uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for watching, everyone, or listening. We really appreciate yeah. it. We'll see you next time. See ya. Yeah.